Welcome to the Mouse and Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We are your hosts, Lori. Hi. Juliana. Hi. And Jennifer, that's me. As the kids start back to school and start learning again, we thought we would focus on rides at Walt Disney World that have a pre-show or a pre-show or a pre-story to learn about the ride. And we have our top five rides with the best pre-shows at Walt Disney World. We can't wait to dive in. But first, of course, the Masca cocktail. All right, so let's start with the Mouska cocktail from our favorite pre-dinner bar, the Abracadabra Bar at uh, Disney's Boardwalk. We love this bar. I personally think this bar has all the best drinks at um, at Walt Disney World. Fight me. Um, anyway, we'll go with the parlor <laughs> trick tonight. Oh, not argue with me. Fight it's me. Fight me. Wow. It's Four Roses bourbon, the small batch bourbon with just a little bit of simple syrup and a splash of soda water. It's simple as can be. It's um, a really nice pre-dinner cocktail, post-dinner cocktail, whatever. And we love Abracadabra because not only is it a bar, but it's also a bar about showmanship and magic. So we think it's appropriate. All right. So we will start to dive in to our top five rides with pre-shows. And when we say pre-shows, we mean basically the queue line. um, And you're going to get kind of a story before you get on the ride. So we kind of put together our top five here. We have some honorable mentions too. But at number five, we had to start with a classic. So we started with Haunted Mansion. I think Haunted Mansion is like the first real pre-show ride with a theme and a whole story behind it. I mean, that whole, the whole ride is a story, right? And so um, they, is there any other classic ride that has a pre-show like this? I don't think so. And this, this one is cool because Disney, Walt Disney had his hand in this one. He was very, very, you know, the one in Disneyland, but he, he was very involved in creating it. And so his, his like this is so the idea of the pre-show in general is so Walt Disney and it's so what makes Disney theme parks unique is that it's always been all about the story Mm -hmm. I mean whether you're walking into the park and it's telling us the whole architecture is telling a story but this ride is such a great example of Walt's vision and the Haunted Mansion is is definitely classic. And I love the pre-show. It's adorable. I mean, it's iconic. They have Mickey ears that look like the dress that the girl in the stretching room is wearing because the pre-show is so iconic. So, right. And it starts we- with the queue. The whole queue for the Haunted Mansion is so entertaining. I love a good pun, right? So it's all about that. And there's a lot of... Easter eggs in there and throwbacks. There is a throwback, I believe, to Mr. Toad in there. Um, All kinds of really cool stuff if you're looking and paying attention. I don't spend a whole lot of time in the queue at Haunted Mansion because I'm always able to time it right or um, lightning lane it. But So I never really get to look for things that are really cool. But then you go into that stretching room as the pre-show, which is 
full of more puns. And the other thing that makes this pre-show really cool is that it a lot of the um, uh, atmosphere of the pre-show depends on the people that you're with in the room. So <laughs> I've the last few times I've written it, I can't tell if it's a cast member who starts it or another guest, but when the lights go out, someone screams really loudly and then everybody <laughs> screams. So like sometimes it's just one person, sometimes it's the whole room and everybody gets a good laugh and then you file on out. And so... I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the Haunted Mansion pre-show that actually feels like you're involved in it. Maybe because you're like in the house. Help me out, girls. What do you think? Absolutely. You're in yeah. the house. It's setting the stage. It's getting you ready to see the rest of, of like the things that you need to see in the Haunted Mansion. It's definitely, it definitely involves the crowd because you're right. Because everybody, like either, either I'm going in with a huge crowd and we start off by mooing as cattle. <laughs> <laughs> the pre-show stretching room or in all the dead spaces yes and people are cackling it's it's awesome i love it yeah. I, I just think they they did a really good job too of putting you in the mood with the pre-show you know out, the outside queue is adorable my kids love it i take pictures with them you know by the different two or by the different headstones and everything else in there but you're still outside in a theme park. It's still sunny. It's still depending on if you're there during the day. It's when you get into that pre-show and all the lights go dark and then they do make it pitch black. So your eyes kind of adjust in there versus your eyes adjusting when you're getting on the ride. True. So they've true. Done, they did a lot in terms of getting you in the mood. That was my kids like scariest part. We had to pre-warn them. This is what's coming. They're going to turn off the lights. Somebody will scream and then we're going to get off and go on the ride and the ride's perfectly fine. Um, but it was always the kids like first kind of scary ride. Um, and that pre-show definitely, you know, when they didn't have that pre-show during COVID, it definitely took some away from the ride where you just kind of like walked in. I'm like, Whoa, no, that was majority of the ride. And the cast members on this one too, by the way, like they are, they never break character. They always are creepy and scary and mean, even the way they walk on the moving walkway. Love it. I just love everything about it. But the pre-show is, is my favorite. I can't, I'm, Not to be no missed. matter how many times I do it, I'm always paying close attention. So what's right. number four? Number four, we did Flight of Passage at Animal Kingdom. Um, Flight of Passage doesn't it has a show in the sense that it has a lot of explaining to do before you get on the ride. Um, you know, people just think you're riding on a banshee, but there's actually an entire story beforehand of you're walking into the lab. Now you're getting linked up to your banshee. It has to match you. You have to link up with it. So there's a huge story behind that before getting on. Then you're getting on and you're going on your banshee that you linked up with. Um, so it's this again, just kind of, you know, fills in the rest of the story verse, you know, that goes along with the movie of Avatar versus just being like, all right, let's go right on a banshee. Exactly. Like I, that's the beauty of the Disney story, right? Like it, if you don't know anything about Avatar, it's still amazing. It's still beautiful. There's a lot of really cool stuff to look at and you ride on a banshee and that's a pretty cool experience. But knowing the history and then getting a little bit more diving into it with the backstory that they set up for you, there's just so many levels at which you can enjoy a Disney ride, depending on, you know, what you're into. But they make it really easy for people to be really into it. There's just so many cool things. Do you guys know of any Easter eggs or anything like this in this queue? I do not. I've stumped them. No, I mean, I it's not really, of. yeah, I just think the coolest part of that queue is when you see the avatar floating in the tank. That is, yeah, 
That is one, my kid's favorite part. Two, they think it's real. And three, they know they're getting to the front of the line by that point. Um, So (laughs) all around, they're like, where is it? Is it around this corner? Is it around this corner? Is it here? And I think this is one of the rides, though, um, where if you do have a lightning lane, you do not, you although you skip the queue, you don't skip the pre-show. Because that is a factor in some of these that we're going to talk about. But the cool thing about Flight of Passage is that when I first went on this ride, I had never seen the Avatar movies at all. And I think that this pre-show gave me all the information that I needed to know to fill Mm -hmm. in the blanks. I think that if I hadn't seen the pre-show, I still would have loved the ride. But I think it was really cool to be able to go into that ride with the background information that the pre-show gives you. just so that I wasn't totally lost. Otherwise, it still would have been cool. I would have been been riding on the back of a banshee. But I think the pre-show kind of fills in the blanks and tells people no matter what your level of knowledge is coming into the ride, it kind of levels the playing field in terms of everybody is given the same information. You know what you need to, to know to get out of this experience, you know, like, like you've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. But I love it. All right. Number three, um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Hollywood Studios. I did not see this pre-show until probably a year ago. Same. Same, because the first time I wrote it was during COVID or right after, I guess you could Yeah, I didn't get to see any of it. Um, The first time I was on it, it was COVID. They didn't have it running. I kept being told by Jen that it's an awesome little pre-show. You have to see it. So if you don't know Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, even if you do a lightning lane, you're still going to see the pre-show. They have a really cute queue that has moving posters. Um, Logan loves those. But if you do the lightning lane, you come in, you're going to go into a room and you basically get to see a short film. Um, And it explains how you're going into the cartoon. Then there's a big explosion and basically the screen explodes and you walk through it. It's And then you're heading into the cartoon and everything changes from there because the inside part before that looks all like the uh, Chinese theater. But as soon as you go through that, now you're in the cartoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's exactly how you, that's a great way to explain it. Like the whole cue is you're going to the movies. Mm -hmm. And then once you get into that pre-show room and you walk through the film, then you're in the movie. So I just, I'm going to fight me, but I think (laughs) (laughs) that this is the best example in all of Disney World about how that pre-show totally changes your ride experience. Yeah. And I, I, I agree. And I can't tell if not having the pre-show the first time I wrote it ruined the ride for me or if riding the ride before seeing the pre-show ruined the pre-show for me because seeing them in the reverse order I'm just like, meh, you know, and, and, but that's, but no, I'm serious. <laughs> she is I, I know you. I am fighting you. That's what I do, I guess. No, it's just that, like, like I said, I mean, it's, it's because it wasn't in the intended order. Like, and so even though in my, like when I rode the ride, you had explained to me what the pre-show really was and I knew it in my head, but then, you know what I mean? So I'm not explaining myself very well. It needs to be experienced in the order in which it was intended it to be experienced. I think that not having it that way kind of ruined it for me. I was going to say, even in the eyes of a two-year-old, Logan rode this ride probably 12 times before ever seeing the pre-show. 
And we went back finally and saw the pre-show. Logan's looking around because he was so confused. He knew this ride inside and out. And he was like, where? And he's looking at me. He's like, they changed it. <laughs> and I said, nobody. And he, he just, he was so confused. He watched the show. Then we went through the screen and he goes, mommy, they added to the ride. And I was like, He's no, the, well, I'm like, they had it before, but yeah, I said, we didn't get to see this part. And you know, it, it really, like you said, doing the reverse order, you come back and watch it and you're like, oh, okay. That makes sense. But then you're kind of angry that you didn't get to experience it the way you should have the first time. Yeah. Totally. Well, I, I have to say, cause they, they closed the majority of the pre-shows for a good chunk of time during the height of COVID. And this was really the one that I missed the most because I felt like it contributed so much to the enjoyment of the rest of the story. So, so then it makes sense. So then I'm not fighting you. I'm actually agreeing with you. It makes sense <laughs> that, that it, because it is so integral to the part. We, sh we should probably say that if you don't know the pre, the way they had it during COVID, you basically just walked through the room and the, it was already exploded. So there was no story. There was no video that you saw beforehand, no explosion. You just walked right through. So you still, you got the gist that you were mm -hmm. walking into the movie, the but at the same point, yeah. it wasn't driven home. Some people are like, oh, look, the screen's weird. We're going to walk through. Um, you know, it just didn't, it didn't have the point of doing it. And same. I didn't notice then that you're truly... This is Chinese theater. Now you're going in. Now mm -hmm. all the decor changed and you are inside the cartoon. And that didn't right. get driven home until you actually went through the pre-show. Right. I'll give you that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a testament. This ride is, is a testament to the importance of the pre-show in general, yes. for sure, as experienced by all of us in different ways. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website kingdomandcruise.com and their Facebook page Kingdom and Cruise Travel. Number two, not the best pre-show, but the best ride ever in all of the entire world. This one actually has multiple pre-shows. There's it has, a pre-show and a pre-pre-show. It has a pre-pre-show. And I think this one carries on with the storyline. It's hilarious and funny. Yeah. So we're talking about, we're giving you our opinions before we're telling you what it is. But you already know that we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. It's such a good ride. I love it so much. The ride is so good, I almost forget the pre-show. But it does. It carries on the story, right? You're becoming honorary um, Guardians because you're trying to keep who's his, what's this from destroying the whole who's universe, it, right? <laughs> so we're trying to guard the galaxy, right? Yeah, that's the whole point. There's always, the galaxy is always in need of guarding, apparently. I think the reason why this one is so great and also why our number one pick is so great is because this is, there's drama in this. Yeah. Like they really, it's a show and you're totally involved in the show and there are surprises and there are things happening. And it, again, you know, it's bringing those iconic char 
characters from the movie in with all their personalities and humor. And humor is my favorite part. It's just great. Um, And even the whole the whole cue leading up to it is also kind of part of the pre-show as well, because it's gearing you up. It's reminding you who these people are and what they stand for and what they've done. And and then you get to the first room and things happen and then you are moved along into the second room. It's just it's it's super cool. So. Um, I love that one. Right. And the characters in the Guardians of the Galaxy Galaxy franchise are like the best part of those movies. Let's be honest. I mean, they're just, you love them and hate them all there. And so they bring all of that into the whole thing and they actually toy with you through both the pre and post show, right? Like Drax is just hilariously blunt and it's just really fun the whole time. I, I just love the, you know, the whole experience of the ride. I have issues with the ride itself, but the entire ride getting in there, you go in like the amount of time and effort they put into the details of this queue line is up there with flight of passage. So mm-hmm. you walk into like the queue area, but you have planets everywhere and this everywhere and music's playing. And, you know, then you walk into the next room and you actually have layouts of different, you know, planets in that. And, you know, the buildings and that. So you're looking at that. Then they do that pre-pre-show, not my favorite, but then the pre-show is really good. And it's, you know, it's the whole storyline that I feel like sometimes in these uh, rides, they've lost the actual story behind it. It just gets muddled where this story, I mean, you're in a dark room. You have really, you need to pay it. You need to listen. You're listening to what they say. And then you carry on onto the ride. I just think it's, the pre-show is awesome. They didn't do it cheap. They brought back all those actors and actresses. It was crazy. I don't want to know how much it costs to get them. Right? Here. You're doing this for this ride. Right. Um, but, you know, they went to the effort where they're like, this isn't going to be complete until they're here. It's really cool. It's really cool. And just FYI, if you don't want to do the actual ride, you can still do the pre-shows for the most part. And then there's that kind of point of no return where you get right up to the front of the line. And just as you're about to get on the ride vehicle, you can opt out and they'll that take you me. through the... Uh, I mean, it's a bonus mouse tip because you do want to experience the pre-shows. They're pretty cool for all of these rides. There's always an egg, a way out at the very end. So not to worry. You can stay with your family or, you know, since Guardians is in Epcot, you can go get a Tipsy Ducks and Love instead. It's up to you. Yeah. We recommend the pre-show. <laughs> Tipsy Ducks will be there. They'll always be there. The all Ducks right. will always be there. So number one should not really be a surprise. Um... We think the best one is Rise of the Resistance um, due to the fact that their pre-show is essentially half a ride. It is. It's the it ride. Really is. It's, it is. It literally, I mean, it ha- the ride itself is not very long, but the pre-show aspect of this ride is longer than the actual ride and I think cooler. It. it I- it's, it's awesome. undescribable. It really is. It doesn't feel like a show is the thing. Like no. in all these other ones, you're looking up at screens and whatever. But in this one, you're actually moving through spaces that you recognize, you know, and there are there is one point where you're looking at a hologram. But again, it's a hologram. It's not like you're looking up at the screen while, you know, special effects are happening around you. So it's it's definitely the most immersive pre-show of all. Wouldn't you agree? That's the exact word. It's immersive. You're not, you know, with Guardians, love it. We just talked about the pre-show and how much we love it. But you feel like you're watching. 
right. rise the resistance. You don't, you're not watching. You are immersed in it. You are right. physically in the pre-show. It's to scale. I mean, you are human size. And so, and the stormtroopers are stormtrooper size. It's the most to scale thing. It doesn't feel like as much of a forced reality as a lot of the other designs at Disney can be, you feel like you're moving through, like I said, all these places that you recognize. Which I think is such an extension of what they intended Batu to be in the first place. They right. wanted you to feel like you're part of your childhood Star Wars fantasies <laughs> and you're on this planet and now you are taken because you are part of the resistance and it's up to you to, to help out. And it's, it's like so well done. And I think that's why I think it's the pre-show in part that is creating such a hype for this attraction because it's so unlike anything else in any other theme park right. anywhere ever. Right. And like Lori said, the, the theme, the pre-show, it's hard to even separate from the attraction. It's just all so very fluid, you know, that it's just all, it, you get there and, and again, the cast members stay in character and it, they're scary. <laughs> they're yeah. it's like, like, it's fantastic. It's truly immersive because of all of those things. Um, no, it crazy. is. And, you know, when we say the pre-show and even I, I call it the pre-ride, that's what I call it for the kids too. You know, you're walking through, you're seeing the hologram, you're riding a different ride to be transferred over to where you need to be transferred. You're it's just a constant change. You know, yeah, moving into a different room with smaller people and Darth comes, then you're moving into this room and you're going here and you're going here. And, you know, I actually paid attention the last time we went and I was like, we are in the pre-show longer than we're actually in the ride. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And it, literally, it was, the ride was great. My kids loved the ride, but the excitement was actually during the pre-show of this. And that- or the pre-show. Yeah. To me, that's the coolest part is that, you know, the kids get to walk in and that every single person's, not even children, every single person's face when they walk into that huge room with all the stormtroopers lined up is just awesome. Yeah, it's it's an awesome it's amazing thing to see. And that's what you're seeing all the time now of celebrities going and that they're all getting their picture in front of that stormtrooper room. Um, it's getting insane. yelled at to move along. Move and, along you know, they don't get along. yelled at to move along. Simple folks do. Um, but it's all part of the thing. I mean, if you don't move along, it's not like anything's going to happen. You're allowed no. to take a picture. They just say move along because that's what storms They're in character. Do. Yeah. yeah. It's just super fun. But it is, they're intimidating. <laughs> they're so it's intimidating. crazy. So, but, so this kind of, we were talking about like moving from one place to another and how the pre-show in Rise is, is like, you know, you're just walking through these familiar places. And I think the other ride that does that really well leads us into the honorable mentions that we have that aren't really pre-shows, but really cool cues is Smuggler's Run, right? Like that one is so cool. I love this cue. You get to pretend play chess and all that stuff. Yeah, this, that Millennium's cue is really cute. Um, it's, I feel like Rise is a bit scary. You have to kind of prep the kids to get in there. Millennium's is just adorable. Um, you're walking in, you're seeing... You feel like the kids knew without me saying anything that you were going on to the Millennium Falcon. They mm -hmm. knew this was the bridgeway and you were physically getting on it. The details of that. And, you know, last time I went on, went with my parents too, who are not big Star Wars fans, but they were just amazed by the amount of details that went into that queue line where water was supposedly dripping down and they actually physically made it 
like rust on the pipes and other things like that. Where my, you even had my dad sitting there like touching it going, oh, no, that's not real rust. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, no, these are the details. Yes, it is, dad. <laughs> um, it's, it's just the the details going into it are really, really cool. And, you know, even little tiny kids that have watched Star Wars but aren't super fans can tell when they're getting on the Millennium Falcon. Well, it's back to that whole immersive notion. And really, for that time where you're in Galaxy's Edge, you are literally on the planet Batu, and you are literally going on and piloting the Millennium Falcon and saving the galaxy and doing all the things. It's, I mean, that that truly is, I think, I mean, if we want to talk about other theme parks, I think that was one of the reasons why we liked Universal Studios so much is the Harry Potter areas and how they did what only Disney can do, which is make these lands that are totally, completely immersive down to even their pre-shows that they do now in those attractions. So that's a story for another day, but it's a very Disney thing and they do it so well. Um, but what are some of the other honorable mentions we have here? Because that was a good one, Millennium. We okay. have Remy. Um, I think Remy is adorable. Um, it's, you know, the queue line is cute. There are some cool details if you take a look at, like, the wallpaper going in. Um, wallpaper is adorable. And then once you get to the main area where you actually hear the characters, you know, you're you're in what's the area you're in Paris where you're there and you're in, you see the rooftops and you see this and you see people talking here and talking here. And it's, you know, at dark time, it's one of those ones where every room is kind of different. The one room that confuses me in this one is the painting room. Right. I don't understand it. Have we talked about this before? No, somebody have. needs to explain it, it to me. We have talked about this before. Cause didn't I write it with you for the first time when you, you had first yes. written it? So I do not love this cue, but only because the original for this cue is much, much better. They took this ride and scaled it down a little bit. I feel like. So the cue. Took it from Disneyland Paris. From Disneyland Paris yeah. and, and scaled it down just a little bit. And that cue is just much more entertaining and makes a lot more sense, even though it's not in English. So this one, yeah, like there's this room and it's just artist supplies. And I'm trying to think back if it's like from the beginning of the movie when they're when the rats are crawling through and you get scenes into all the apartments. But why that one? Like why I don't make get it a it. kitchen? Like why this, not make it? I, I really don't understand it because my kids were like, does the guy and I forget the guy's name. Um Linguini. No, uh Yeah, Linguini. No. Yeah, Linguini. Linguini is the the boss the guy. No. Oh. Who's Why am I blanking chef? on his name? That's terrible. Anyway, the chef dude, the real, the human the chef, chef dude, dude, right? He was a chef. He was not a painter. He didn't paint. Right. He wasn't I mean, a chef. I feel like, right. I we feel don't really like know what he was. Was he an artist? True, but I never saw any paint. And no. I just don't, um, I don't know. I just, I think it's so odd and out of place to me that I feel like there must be a, Imagineering explanation that none of us know yet. Like, I'm just, telling you, his Alfredo Laguini. Alfredo Laguini. Oh, it is. Ling yeah, his last name is actually Laguini. Oh. Um, the main chef was actually called Skinner, but oh, I think no. everyone just referred to him as Chef. Yeah, that's right. So it is Linguini. Yeah, okay. so it is Linguini. But yeah, it's we, like the kids are like, oh, he was an artist. And even my husband was like, I don't remember him being an artist. I He's thought he was not. a chef. And I'm like, that is the most confusing room ever. 
Yes, it bothers me very much. So that's why it just gets an honorable mention. Also, it's not a pre-show, but not I don't a pre-show. know. I'd have left it off the list. Yeah. <laughs> but then we'd have nothing to complain about. Exactly. Then we have Test Track. This, again, not a pre-show, but a great story and a great cue. And, and interactive. Interactive, you right. totally, it's, it's the, the, the ride experience is kind of up to you because you're the one designing the car. And so you can design it differently every time. And it depends who you're with. It's pretty cool. I like when they involve the guest. I think it's adorable for, you know, kids. My kids were destroyed when they were not doing the designing of the car. Like they refused to go on the ride at that point. Um, And when I was like, okay, it's back. You can design the car. They're like, yay, favorite ride again. My so, family won't use the single rider line because when you do that, you're like by your, you know, you're by yourself and you don't necessarily yep. get to design the car. So, yes. So for people that don't know Test Track, you walk in, you do the queue, and then towards the end, you physically design your car. And your car, while you're on Test Track, gets grades based on how well it does in certain categories. And that's based on how well your design was. So it really is almost like a competition wise in terms mm-hmm. of how fast, how stable, how efficient your car is, Um, you know, and it really gets everybody into it versus just going onto a fast car and you're going 60 miles per hour. There's a huge story of testing your car to see how well it would do. Um, I just think it's a really cool concept and, you know, it really creates, you know, favorites for the kids. Yeah, my kids love it. Everybody loves it. It's also, it's getting, it's nostalgic now. It's like old school Epcot, you know? with the whole tinkering with things and then seeing what happens with what you built or I love it. I love it. All right. And again, again, proving our point that the pre it's all about the pre-show and the pre-show totally, totally enhances your ride experience. So mouse tip. Yeah. tip. All right. So our mouse tip is kind of obvious, but inevitably when you're on any of these rides, you will see that you get to the room where this pre-show is. And the one that I'm thinking that we didn't really talk about in particular is Rock and Roller Coaster. Inevitably, you'll get to that pre-show room. And because the door on the other side is open, you'll see people running through the pre-show and not stopping because they just want to get up closer onto the into the ride queue. And our advice is don't do that. <laughs> you'll you'll get on, you'll get on the ride and all of these pre-shows that we talked about today are so worth it and will make your experience so much better and it really is such a Disney exclusive notion of the story and and having this story full circle with the pre-show and then the attraction yeah. and and you being part of it so don't skip the pre-show right we didn't really mention that the um rock and roller one it's a good one too it totally sets up the ride but i think that's the one where people do this the most it's harder yes. to do it in some of the other ones but yeah. you can position yourself if you know where the doors are going to open you can certainly position yourself closer to them if you must everybody gets on the ride it's really not everybody a big deal gets but on the ride. if you want to get on a few minutes before everybody else then certainly knowing where the doors are helps such as guardians and speaking of doors, Lori, right. what is our Lori's bonus a tip. The bonus tip, but stay with tip number one, is that Guardians, the doors are on the right. Um, you will see crazy people that literally run to the right side. And then the first pre-pre-show, and then they run again to the right side. 
um, on the next one, because when you're in that actual pre-show room where the whole story gets laid out, the doors are to your right. Please pay attention to the pre-show though. But if yeah, you I mean, get it, it, I guess go right. If you, you right. I think we all are just letting you know if you're inclined to be that person, that's where they are. But we just don't endorse that kind of behavior. I've seen people get trampled. The pre-show hasn't even started yet. They're all rushing and jockeying for a position. It's just, you're it's all just not on, worth man. it. Everyone gets on the ride. You're almost there. Don't get yeah. into a fight with someone over it. Absolutely. That's a lot of mouse tips in one, isn't it? Right. Oh, we're all, all about right. it. All right, Mouska friends, there you have it. Everything you need to know about our favorite pre-shows for Rides at Walt Disney World. What do you think? Did we cover them all? I think almost. We'd love to hear from you, and we welcome you to join our community conversations on Facebook at Mouska Moms Podcast to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so you receive notifications when new content is released, and you'll never miss an episode. Consider writing us a review, a review as well. We really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see? See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you.